Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Emotional Mastery Podcast. I am your host, Rochelle. This podcast started as a space to use my voice, to share my journey of healing, and it's turned into so much more. It's a space about all things emotional, because for me, learning to self-regulate and accept what I was feeling was game-changing. Together, we learn the tools to self-regulate. We talk spirituality, holistic healing, and modalities such as human design and astrology to help you radically trust, love, and accept yourself. I have some amazing guests on here that share their story and share their tools. And this is really just a space to support you in healing mind, body, and soul. So I thank you so much for tuning in and putting yourself first. I appreciate every single one of you. Welcome back to another episode of the Emotional Mastery Podcast. So I just tried to record this entire episode in Zencaster, and it did not save for me at all. And not only that, but my kids were running around like crazy because they were not quite asleep yet. And when mom asked for some quiet time in this house right now, currently, um, they get a little wild. So <laughs> it was probably not the best podcast. Um, so I'm trying to redo this. So this episode, I'm really going to focus on body awareness and it's kind of like a two-piece thing. So we talked about in the last solo episode, the awareness center. So that's the Ajna, the emotional solar plexus and the spleen. So just basically mental awareness, body awareness, and spirit awareness. And so this one, I really wanted to focus on body awareness. I got off birth control in February, and that's also something that I've been wanting to talk about, but I wanted to give myself enough time to really experience and understand what was happening to my body and how it felt. And so I feel like it's now been about six months, so it feels like a good time to really get into my experience with it. It's not going to be like super scientific or anything like that. This is just my personal experience. Everybody's experience is different. And if you are still on birth control, um, if you have no desire to get off birth control, this is in no way shaming anything. I was on birth control for 20 years. Um, and so I just kind of continued to feel the call to get off and I chose to get off. And so I just kind of wanted to share, but before I get into all of that, I created a way that you can support the podcast if you feel called to. I have been wanting to create a little bit of a community space for years. And honestly, I did a couple of years ago and it just like fell, fell flat. <laughs> this was 2020. And so I've been kind of just trying to find a way to put the community, the podcast listeners in a supportive community space um, that would support the podcast and support each other. And so I created a Patreon. You can find the link down below. There are three tiers to the Patreon. Um, you're going to have bonus material in there. The first tier is going to be podcast releases. Um, 24 to 48 hours early and the video. So you will be seeing videos on top of those. The second one is going to be that included, but there's also going to be full and new moon bonus episodes within the Patreon community space. So these are two extra episodes a month. And then the third one is going to be all of the above. And then you're also going to get human design astrology reading. It's going to be a pre-recorded um uh, video and you're going to get access to the live hangouts that we'll do. So if you have any questions, um, might even possibly do the full moon and new moon, um, bonus episodes as lives, right. And then just record them and kind of put them in there. So that is what's to come. And of course there's gonna be so much more in there as it grows and as, um, new things come in, but I wanted to share that with you. If you, you know, feel called to, if you listen to the podcast, 
you know, and want to just support it in a way that also supports you because I want to give back as well. Um, and just kind of, you know, I, I want to have guests in there and really, really create this community space. It is part of my, you know, I know I have an amazing community of people here and I just really want to put that all together and just support each other in a beautiful way. So that is available. If you also feel called, uh, coaching sessions are available. So that is, you know, health coaching, but it's, it's a combination. It's kind of my own twist on everything. I just kind of put things in there, but it is really just a way to tap into your body, to get your body running, to just kind of like understand what feeling good feels like. Um, and just kind of go from there. So you can learn to trust yourself. So yeah, all those things. So those are available. All of that information is down the show notes. So I thank you so much for listening, whether this is your first time, whether you've listened to tons of times before. Um, I just appreciate every single one of you for showing up for not only showing up to listen to the episode, right. But showing up for yourself and really putting yourself first. And yeah, I just appreciate and love you all so, so much. So this episode is about body awareness. Again, this is going to be, um, probably a three part. I'm going to have uh, mental awareness in more detail and emotional awareness in more detail. So much to say about emotional awareness, right? Because emotions are the way that spirit speaks to us. And that is, it, they're all connected, right? Like we have to find a balance of all of them. So it's hard to just talk about body awareness, not to talk about mental and uh, spirit as well. But, you know, one of the things that human design talks about too, is when we look at our human design, right? We can split it off between our conscious side and our unconscious side. So our conscious side is everything that's in black and our unconscious side is everything that's in red. And so we talk about type strategy and authority, specifically strategy and authority, right? Because these are all body responses, right? So giving our mind something to tap into. So say your emotional authority, and that means waiting and riding the wave. We all have to wait in some way, right? Um, but if you have sacral, you have a knowing in the moment, knowing spleen is also just uh, speaks to you and then it's done, but you know, it's kind of like gives us this way to get out of our mind, to give our mind something to focus on. Right. So it is easier to give our mind something to focus on within the body because it's almost in a sense, like distracting the ego, right? Because the ego can be really, really loud. And I was in a, um, a session once and, uh, energy healing session and my ego is kind of acting up. And I've talked about this on here before. And the facilitator was like, why don't you just let your ego think that it's right. Right. Just be like, okay. You know, or, or we can just like check our ego and be like, listen, I want to hear what you have to say, but, but not right now. Can we take a seat there? Um, and kind of, you know, let's let the soul speak or let the body speak or whatever. And then we'll come back and revisit what you have to say. So kind of like creating containers for the ego, kind of like, um, entertaining the ego in a sense. I think somebody is mowing the lawn right now. <laughs> it's like nine o'clock at night, which is really interesting. So if you hear that, uh, apologies, we're going to push through it because I've already, this is the second time I'm recording. This. So anyway, um, so when we can focus on our body, right. And kind of like tapping into that, it kind of gives the mind something to focus on, right? Like we want to know, um, you know, it's easy to get caught up in the mind again. Uh, you know, that's why our emotions can be just so difficult sometimes because it's like, we, we feel an emotion and it should just be left as that emotion, but yet our mind takes over and it gets really, really loud and it thinks of all the possibilities and it just gets like overwhelming. And then we get sucked into this like depth of emotions that we didn't expect. Right. And then it becomes this whole big thing. And it's so, so hard to pull ourselves back from it. But part of the balance of our emotions 
is going to come from the health of our body, right? We have one vessel, our spirit, our soul comes into this body, um, to experience life, to experience emotions, to have experiences, to observe, to learn, to grow, to heal, to all these things. And when we can take care of our body, it gives our soul such a better opportunity to do what it's supposed to do. Right. When our body is not suffering with disease, right. Whether that's mental, whether that's, you know, emotional, whether that is physical, it's all like telling us something. And so we all intuitively know what is for us and what is not for us. We know, right. It's a matter of like coming into that and trusting that. And so often we don't trust that we second guess ourselves or we get caught up in the mental game. We get caught up in everything that's going on around us. And it's so easy to lose sight of that. And, you know, one big thing that we can kind of do to like start experimenting with it really I always recommend just giving up like some sort of sugar source because when we look at our gut health, right, our, our, our emotional solar plexus rules the gut, right? And so these are so closely linked together and stress is like 90% of disease is, is caused by stress and we are so stressed as a culture. And so really how can we take care of our gut Um, whether it's getting a really good quality probiotics, seed probiotics, uh, I'm an affiliate. Yes, but I love these probiotics. I have been using them for almost a year. I literally felt the difference within 48 hours. Um, you know, people that I know that use them just love them as well. It, you can absolutely like, if you go to seed university on Instagram, just completely nerd out on the science behind it. It is so amazing. I love it. I take them every single morning on an empty stomach and I can feel when I don't do that. Right. Like, like it's summer now. So kind of like things are a little bit weirdly timed, um, with the kids, like sleeping in a little bit later. So there are some days that I do miss and I, and I feel it, you know, as, um, so yeah, so getting a really great probiotic and it doesn't have to be seed. It can be anything, but there is an affiliate link down below in the show notes. I will leave it and get 15% off your first month of the symbiotic, but yeah, just really, really taking care of your gut. That means reducing stress. That means getting a good probiotic, right? Watching what you're eating. Don't have too much sugar, drink enough water be intuitive with it, but also like understand that, you know, one man's food is one man's poison is another man's medicine, or I'm, I'm playing with the words of the one man's trash is another man's treasure, but it is true, right? Like there is no one size fits all for diets for what our body needs to feel nourished and healthy because, you know, you may function really great on eating tomatoes and it may feel like toxic in my body, right? Like you may feel great eating onions. It may feel toxic in my body, right? Like mushrooms, all these different things. And if you look from an Ayurvedic perspective, um, you know, if you have high in vata, you should stay away from broccoli, cauliflower, these things, right? Um, if you're high in pitta, maybe stay away from the spicy foods. Like there are ways that we can tweak and adapt. And I think just getting a really good base on that is so helpful. So, but it's also really trusting your body because you know, right? Like you intuitively know what is good for you and, and what isn't. And so sometimes even like taking a moment before you eat, like, are you eating from a space of boredom? Are you eating because you are emotionally activated and that's just what you do to self self soothe. Like what is going on and how can you maybe make a better choice? Maybe you don't always make the choice, right? Maybe there are some days where you're just like, fuck it. Like I feel like shit right now. I'm going to eat this thing. I'm going to sit and have a tub of ice cream. Just have compassion with yourself in that. Right. I found myself 
um, talking to a friend the other day and kind of gossiping a little bit, right? Like I was not so much gossiping, but I was like talking about, I try not to talk about things that are going on with me because I do I, not that I don't talk about things that are going on with me, but I try and be very intentional with the way I express things because I really do believe that what you resist persists. And so when I'm complaining about something, or if there's a situation in my life that I'm confused about, or I'm feeling like overly emotionally activated about, I try and and get to a place of neutrality a little bit before I really talk about it with people. But I found myself in this self in this space where I was a little bit emotionally activated and I just like kind of went off and I woke up the next morning And I was kind of like, had that moment of like shame where like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. But then I was just like, you know what? I'm human. I forgive myself because shit happens, right? Like I was in the moment, I was with a friend. We were just like doing it and we were talking about it. And, you know, in that moment, like it was a release and it felt good. It probably made the situation a little bit bigger than it even needed to be. But that awareness that and that forgiveness of myself really let me release it really, really quickly. And I was kind of just like, okay, I'm going to put it there. It's done it happened, right. I'm not going to ruminate on it. I'm not going to make it even bigger because now I feel like I should have been more particular with my words or like should have been more cautious about like talking about this than the other thing. It is what it is, right. It's life. We have those moments. You know, I even had like a friend that texted me and they were like, I know you don't like to like talk drama or anything, but like so-and-so happened, but like, we're all human, right? Like there's no, I will absolutely not even going to (laughs) lie. I will listen to drama all day. I try not to put in my two cents or I try not to add to it because I don't want to like make it bigger, but it's entertaining, right? Like we all, we all have been there. We, we, we have all been there. So just forgive yourself, you know? So if you do have the tub of ice cream, if you do have the bottle of wine, don't ruminate on it, right? You had it. Forgive yourself, move on, make a better choice the next time. If you can, right? Like it's all going to be small, intentional steps, move your body whatever that means to you. That does not have to be an hour at the gym, sweating and running and doing weights, like go for a walk. I know in Texas, it's hot as hell. It was like 108 degrees today. (laughs) So maybe don't walk outside if that doesn't feel nourishing to you, but do something right. Like move your body in some way that feels good. This is so, so important, not only for your body, right. Not only to like feel good within your body, but more so because like emotions are energy in motion, right? So when we can actually move the body, we can actually move the emotions. So again, like everything is linked up, right? Mind, emotions, and body, they are all interconnected and they are all linked. So when we work on one, we're able to affect the other ones, right? And so even in that too, once, once we're taking care of our gut, we're moving our body, we're handling our emotions a little bit. The mind doesn't necessarily have to go all crazy, right? Because it has the other two that are balanced and regulated and it allows the mind then to like, maybe we can just become aware of ourselves a little bit more, but really getting grounded in your body, feeling good in your body, knowing what feels good for you and what doesn't like, I know I had a cupcake tonight. Does my stomach feel great now? No. Did it taste good? Absolutely. Right. So I don't do that every day and I don't have the perfect diet, right? I still have body reactions or, um, you know, issues. Sometimes my gut, you know, during certain times of the month gets a little bit gurgly, right? Like we all have something and it really, really checking your stress levels. You can have the perfect diet, perfect diet, but if you are in high stress mode, your body can only stress or digest. So you're not going to be able to do what your body knows to do. If you're in stress mode, your digestion shuts down or slows dramatically 
in order to deal with the stress, right? Because your body thinks it's in this fight or flight mode and, and you have to respond to stress before you digest. So just being aware of that, how can you bring yourself back to a space where your body and emotions can regulate itself, right? What does that look like for you? And of course, I'm always going to bring in the transits because I love astrology. I just think it's so beautiful. And yeah, but you know, there's a lot going on astrologically too, which can cause stress. And so it is so important right now, so important to ground into yourself, so important to connect with your heart and lead yourself from a heart-centered space. I just read the book, The Line by Ashley Woods. I followed her podcast for years. I did her Akashic Records program to learn how to tap into the Akashic Records. I literally read this book overnight (laughs) and it was just so beautiful. But she also talks about, um, you know, connecting with your body and things that you can do um, to trust your body. So it's like, again, if you are maybe finding yourself in the kitchen, asking yourself, am I actually hungry or is this emotional eating? Do I actually want to eat this thing or can I make another choice? And there are ways we can do that, right? If you have a sacral, just ask yourself yes or no questions to get the answer. Maybe you want a muscle test, right? Muscle test to get the answer. Maybe you want to just connect your heart, do a few deep breaths and just see what your response is. Maybe you don't want to do any of that and you just want to eat the thing. Fine. Again, have forgiveness, have compassion with yourself, we are human this is part of our experience, but if we can just do it in little ways, again, I think it is so important to really connect with our body so that we can regulate all of it because right now is a time of massive, massive change collectively, individually. And it's so important to really connect to our knowing and our truth right now. And it is so much easier to do that when we are feeling good, right? Of course you can still connect when you are maybe not feeling good. I'm not saying that that's not possible. I'm just saying it's easier to drop in and connect with yourself, with source when your body's just like running smoothly. Like if I sit in meditation and I just had a heavy meal and my stomach's gurgling, maybe I got a bit of gas or something, right? Like it is distracting, right? It is distracting to sit and have my body feel like that while I'm trying to meditate and essentially leave my body, right? It is so hard to go to that space in my mind when my body is so reactive. And so this episode isn't to shame or guilt or anything. It's really just to empower you to know that like, this is why human design, I started with this, but this is why human design focuses on strategy and authority because it allows your mind to get into your body. And so when we're looking at healing mind, body, and soul, sometimes the easier option is to focus on your body and to be able to get your body running a bit healthier, which then, which in turn affects your emotions and your mind. So it is all working together, right? It is all this beautiful triangle of energy and we can affect one, we can affect the other. But again, I just, you know, I don't even remember where I heard it right now, or I probably read in a book, but it was saying that we literally say we live for 80 years. We abuse our body for 80 years and look how beautifully our body still runs for us. Yes. It might come into dis-ease, but it still gets us through the day. It still runs. It still does the things that it's supposed to do. It still does all these functions. And can you imagine if we treated it correctly, right? If we fed it right, if we ate enough water, if we moved our body, like how beautifully our body will run and respond. And, you know, sometimes some mornings I wake up and my I feel a little bit sore and then my age catches up to me, but like some days I feel better now at 36 than I did in my twenties, like by far, right. Most days I feel energetically better. My body feels better because I'm like actively taking care of it. Again, I don't always have it perfectly right, 
Tonight, my mom made a meatloaf and I usually love this meatloaf, meatloaf, mashed potatoes, but she made it with the impossible, impossible crumbles. I don't particularly care for that. It has, it's not the healthiest thing. So I chose to come. I brought like little black beans that I had cooked in, in my Instapot and I just put those over the mashed potatoes and it was delicious. Right. And I felt better for it than if I had had the impossible. Cause I notice when I have that, my heart starts to rates a little bit because I'm so in tune with my body. And I know when it's trying to overwork over overcompensate to like digest something that's not really meant to be in it. And so I'm just like being very aware of that now and just ways that I can change things. Some days I'm going to choose to have the meatloaf because it tastes good. Right. And so much of my personal design is all about experiences and living in the moment. And that comes down to food and emotions and all these things. But yeah, so basically that's just kind of, um, what I wanted to come in here and talk about as well as going a little bit into birth control, because I have noticed it is easier for me to tap into my body and my body knowing not being on birth control. If you're on birth control, I was, again, I was on birth control for 20 years. I started when I was 16. I ended in February. So almost 20 years, I'm 36 with the exception of the two times that I got pregnant, (laughs) but I got with both of those kids within six weeks, I got the IUD put back in. Now, when I was like 16 too, this is probably the worst thing that you, that I could have done or, or, or teens could have done, but I grew up in the Middle East. And so we didn't really go to the doctor and get prescriptions for birth control, but they were readily available in the pharmacy. So I used to just walk in, pick one brand off the counter, try it out for a month. And sometimes I felt horrible. I bled heavily. I had cramping headaches. So like when I had body reactions that I would just switch to another one. And I did that until I found one that I felt okay on, which in hindsight, like there were some times where I felt really, really bad. And the things that I'm learning now about birth control, um, yeah, was probably kind of dangerous to to be doing to my body, right? Birth control was created to empower us as women. Absolutely. Right. Like having the choice to get pregnant or not get pregnant. And when that happens was completely empowering. And even like, you know, when you're 16 years old or 17 years old and you're starting to explore and experience things, the ability to like, not have to worry about any of that and just like get a pill. Yeah. You know, like I appreciate that that was an option that was available to me at that time. But over the last like couple of years, I feel like as I've been deepening my spiritual journey and as I've just been more connected to my body and my soul, I have noticed things that just like I had hormonal acne that I felt like I shouldn't have. Um, I would get super, super bloated. And when I stopped birth control, honestly, I think within like a couple of weeks, all that acne went away. I still might get like a zit here and there, like right before my period, depending on what I'm eating, my diet but I was getting it all the time before. And I was really trying to watch what I would eat to the point where I'm just like, do I not, can I not have any oils? Like, do I, can I not cook with oils? But it was getting to the point where it was like so extreme that I was just like, this can't be normal. Right. Like, like I know, I know well enough that we don't have to feel bad and we don't have to have reactions like that. There's a reason for everything. Right. And so when I got off of it, yeah, that completely went away. Like my skin has cleared up so much. And I believe that in combination with the skincare routine that I learned from Alohi Mao, if you listen to that episode, I will link it down below. Um, switching all that up completely changed the game of my skin and my emotions. <laughs> like that has been the biggest game-changing thing, getting off birth control and being, it's so much easier. And it's not to say that I don't experience lows and highs because absolutely I do. But before when I was on birth control, my highs were really high and my lows were so 
low, like so low. And they would happen so frequently, so often. And now, yes, I experienced highs and I experienced lows. And probably since February, there have been two really low lows, but normally that's like at least once or twice a month, you know, what I was getting used to. And so I've just noticed it is so much easier for me to tap into my body and regulate those emotions to come back to myself and to really actually understand what's happening. I think because it was happening so often before that it would just get like really confusing and I would make it like so mental. Um, but yeah, that has been really beautiful. The ability to just feel what I'm feeling to show up for myself, to kind of like quiet down and meditate or whatever, and just be in a space where it makes more sense. Um, and it's just really, really easy to regulate. I was listening to almost 30, had a podcast with Ricky late Ricky Lake about the business of birth control. I have not watched the documentary. It's on my list. I want to start doing it, but what is really, it was really, really fascinating episode. But one thing I believe it was on that, that, that podcast, they were talking about birth control and how it literally changes your biochemistry to the point where it changes who you're actually attracted to, which is so fascinating. So if you go off birth control, you may not still be attracted to the people you're attracted to when you're on birth control. That blew my mind. I was like, damn, how many people in the past would I not actually maybe have been with um, had I not been on birth control? But I also believe everything happens for a reason. Every experience is meant to be happened in our life. We're, we're exactly where we're meant to be, doing what we're meant to be doing, experiencing what we're meant to be doing for our soul's growth at any point in time in our life. And so I truly, truly believe that. But just something to contemplate, right? Like, I now track my cycle so that I am empowered to know because you can actually only get pregnant for like six days out of the month. Like that is not something that I was ever really taught either. It was just like, I felt like I could always get pregnant. Right. So if you're taking extra precautions during those six days of the month, um, I think it's just empowering. It's empowering to feel in control of my body. It's empowering to have that knowledge. Um, when I went off birth control, like my gynecologist, I said, I was going to cycle sync and track my cycle. And they were like, but what are you gonna do for birth control? And I was like, that's what I'm gonna do for birth control. It was just like a really odd response. I guess, I guess I didn't expect that response from my gynecologist because not many people, I think people just take birth control, um, for so many reasons and not even many of them aren't even to prevent, prevent pregnancy. They're just like the norm now that you take it. And it's like, not even a question. So for me to go in and ask for my IUD to be removed and the confusion that I wasn't going to be on any form of birth control, aside from just tracking my cycle was really interesting. And it really showed me something about, um, the system. Um, so yeah, I will have all that information linked below. Um, if you want to check it out again, I I'm absolutely going to watch the business, uh, birth control because the episode was so fascinating, but yeah, I will leave you with that. I will just, you know, connect with your body, connect with yourself, come from this heart center space because it is so important now. So, so important now. Um, there are some big transits that are going to be happening. And if you are in the Patreon group, um, the full moon episode will be out by now. And I talk about um, some of the transits that are coming at the end of the month. And so I will just say, if you are a fixed sign, um, if you have Taurus energy, check what's going on there because it is going to be massively affected pretty soon. So thank you so much for sticking with me, for listening to me. Let me know, connect with me on Instagram. How do you take care of yourself, right? Tag me, let me know what you are going to change possibly, or if you want any 
advice, support, guidance, anything like that, please. My door is open. I appreciate every single one of you and I will talk to you soon.